All right, I'm recording. Give me a clap on three. One, two, three. Boys and girls, boys and girls, we're back, we're better. Episode 90 of the BD Radio Podcast. This is your co-host Cam. Alongside me, as always, is Ron, a.k.a. Groobs, a.k.a. The Goat. How are you, brother? It's been a, been a couple weeks, you know. Yeah. We didn't record last week, so there's a lot of stuff to talk about. A lot has gone on in the college football world, so we have a lot to talk about. Um, I wish I would be in a better mood if the dogs would have won last weekend. Yeah. But we didn't. We're still in the playoffs. Got to play Michigan, and hopefully we take care of business and then get the rematch. So, yeah. Um, um, outside of that, I'm pretty good. Yeah, dude. Uh, tough tough to see that. But also, bro, y'all been doing so well. It's fine. It's part of it. Um, yep. it we were due for, for you, a fuck up. You were. You were. You were due for a minor blunder. Um, you've been playing so well all year. But, um, yeah, dude, um, excited to hop into it. We got a bunch of coat. We got the coaching carousel fully in, engaged right now. Midseason. Love it. Uh, midseason form, these guys are. And um, I'm excited to talk about that. Uh, we got the SEC championship game. We got the Heisman uh, trophy look. We got uh, the playoff we can look at, which I'm excited about. We can give early predictions there. Um, yeah, dude, we got a lot to go into. So let's start it off. With a recap of the most important game for me and you and the most important game for the vast majority of our listeners in the deep, dirty South. Uh, the SEC Championship game. Um, to be honest, I put in a futures bet before the season started that Bama would win the SEC Championship. Um, I knew Georgia was going to be good, uh, but it's just impossible to bet against Bama. You can't. Hey, betters, never bet against Bama. You're going to win a lot. No, you know? not this year. You're they gonna, were terrible against the Reds. I'm talking this about. Year. I'm talking about in meaningful games. Well, yeah, well, Auburn. Uh, I, well, meaningful games. That was a six, and six Auburn team. That was a six and six Auburn team. LSU, Tennessee. LSU barely beat UM Monroe. Like I'm talking about good football teams. Fair Georgia. Enough. They played Georgia. A and M. They played Georgia. All right. That's it. I know. Okay. Uh, the SEC was down this year, in my opinion. Uh, Ole Miss was like the second best team in out of the West, and they Which were weird. They were trash, uh, in my opinion, in my humble opinion. Well, well here, here we'll find out. This is how we always think it's down, and then we get to the bowl season and we dominate. That's true, but it might just be a down year across the board. We've already talked about it with the Heisman race. It yeah. just seems so underwhelming. But um, we'll we'll talk about that too. But SEC championship game when it matters most, it's hard to lose when you bet on Bama. Um, so I bet on, I bet on Bama and I will, well, good God, if it didn't pay off, um, Bryce, Bryce came out and just absolutely played like a Heisman. He played like a Heisman quarterback. He didn't make mistakes. Uh, and when he did, he miraculously cleaned it up immediately. Um, he minimized so many errors. Their offensive line looks really good. I don't know if it's a reflection of the scouting report or a reflection of him being able to read the defense and take control of pass protection. I'm not sure. Uh, only time will tell. But um, good game, really good game. Um, and it just all it does is it makes it develops more questions than answers. So, um, what are your what are your takes on it? 
I don't understand what the Georgia game plan was from a defensive point of view yeah. at all. Because yeah. you look at it in the second half, they make the adjustment that they should have had the game plan. Look, LSU and Auburn just, you know, a week before gave you the blueprint. You get on the line, you play press coverage. What I mean, that's what you do when you play speed guys. You get on the line, you jam them, get them off the route. Because that's all they're going to do. They just if you play eight yards back off the ball, they're going to play catch up, and you're playing or you're playing catch. They're just going to blow right by you. Yeah, and that's what Jamison did. Mm. That's what Mechie did. And then in the second half, we decided to switch that play and went from playing you know eight yards off the ball, this weird zone that we haven't played all year. Went back to what we've been doing all year, which was bringing six and playing press and having too high. And it worked. I mean, they have one offensive touchdown in the second half. Yeah. So, I mean, outside, I mean, they had 10 points in the second half offensively. So, I mean, whatever the adjustment was, that needed to be the game plan from the beginning. Yeah. I don't know why. And uh, to Alabama's credit, they knew what they were doing. Yes, sir. Every time we did that middle blitz, they they stuffed it. And then I, I saw some play, and it's not like Bryce was just sitting there picking us apart. He was getting rid of the ball in two seconds. Yeah. I mean, again, speed guys, what do you do? Get the ball to them in space, let them do their thing. And that's what Jamison and Mechie did. They just picked us apart because they just uh, purely purely and simply just blew right by us and out-athleted us. Yeah. they were, So um, I, they were I didn't good. understand that. And then everybody that's har- harping on all the uh, JT stats and stuff from a Georgia point of view, it's, look, that argument just needs to go ahead and die. Um it's Stetson. It, it, it is what it is. It has to be, right? It, I mean, it is. It, I mean, JT doesn't have the reps. Whatever whatever the reason is behind this, uh, we'll probably never know. I mean, JT apparently is coming back. He's looking into grad school. He's applying to grad school at UGA, and he's going to be back next year. Stetson's going to go. He's going to have to. Um, he'll go play ball somewhere else. I, I would assume that's just my my thoughts on that. Or he'll go be a GA, GA at Georgia and coach. Um, that's just my thoughts. I don't mm. think Stetson's quarterback next year. But for the rest of the playoffs, yes. I think that's what they've built this offense around for some reason, and that's just what we have. It doesn't make sense. If you're going to throw the ball 52 times, why are you giving it to Stetson? And you're not doing what he's built for. He's built for RPOs, naked bootlegs, getting outside of the pocket and throwing the ball, not sit back there and just try to throw you know, down the field. And he had the one play to Pickens early on, and we looked good. And then I think the tide really changed in the momentum when we had the fumble, Bryce fumbled, and Nolan Smith didn't jump on the ball when it was 17-17 in the second quarter. Um, And then Bama goes down and scores right before the half, gets the ball back after halftime, scores immediately. And it was pretty much we abandoned the run. We we got really tight, and we just couldn't execute. When you get in the the second half, when you get in the red zone four times and you don't get any points – that's how you lose. I mean, we only it was a three possession game. I mean, seventeen point loss, four possessions in the in the red zone that we didn't convert any points. Yeah, you kicked the field goal at nine minutes. You kicked that field goal. I mean, I understood why he was going for it. I was fine with it at the time. Thinking back on it, um, you kicked the field goal, take the points. Hindsight twenty twenty. Yeah, I, I th- thought we abandoned the run really quickly. But look, Bama, they had the right game plan. They are who they are. Look, and everybody that's pissed off about Will Anderson, look, he didn't do much in that game. Let's be honest. That's why he's not in the Heisman race. I don't know why he got – Jordan Davis got picked over him for the Ben Eric. It is what it is. Yeah. Like, look, just because you're Alabama doesn't mean all your guys get the awards. That's get true. over yourselves. 
You're not the fucking world. That's true. Um, I will say statistically, he's definitely the best player in the league in the country. He's he's better than Hutchinson. I can tell you that. That's true, 100. percent Um, I I here's my take from it. First off, Bama is gonna Bama, and um, like I said, in the big games, they outside of a few anomaly games in the big games, dude, they just win the game. I, I don't I don't I don't get it. I don't understand it, but. They just they're they're good in big moments. There's never too big of a moment for them. Um, right. They it's probably because they've been there for the last decade. Uh, but it's um they their offensive game plan looked good. They executed incredibly well. Um, you hate to see Mechie. Mechie's done, and Mechie's, so is Joe. I'll say they Robinson will be healthy, but should be healthy by the time the first round comes around. I mean, his he was just a hamstring, and hell, he played pretty decently. Yeah, he'll be in fine. that game. He'll be so fine. I would expect him to be 100%, close to 100% by playoffs. You know, they get this week off, and then they get back into prep next week. So um, I, I expect him. But, you know, it's a big blow when Mechie came out. That was a big blow. Yeah. I mean, again, that offense, the way it was rolling, you would expect to have seen that turnover, but it did not when he came out. Um, Yeah, it's uh, – I mean, look at the Iron Bowl, too. I mean, when Jamison came out, they parked yeah. the bus. Not, not like they were doing much anyway, but still – um, it, it slowed it down further. Nonetheless, though, uh, they executed. They played well. Their defense played good enough. Um, you get defensive touchdowns. It always helps. Yeah, um, two turnovers. You win the turnover battle. You're In big games like that, you're going to win. Yeah, no doubt. Um, Mike, the question for me now is, like, obviously, Georgia's defense is great. They're, they're talented. They're very, very talented. My question after watching that game is – are they actually as good as advertised over the season? Um, because uh, when you look at the schedule, uh, and I mean honestly, when you look at Bama's schedule, I mean it's just like when you look at the the records on the schedules, you're just kind of like, did they really play anybody? Yeah, you did. Um, the Georgia Clemson game we thought was going to be a big deal. Uh, Clemson turned it around late. Turns out it really wasn't that big of a deal. Um, I think if they played them later in the year, I think they beat them worse. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, it, it, that wasn't a meaningful win, relatively speaking, uh, as opposed to what we thought it was going to be. Um, I, I just don't know. I don't know how good George is right now, and, and mentally. I, I know they're good. Trust me, I know. Mentally, they are I in the playoffs. They are a good football. Mentally, team. they're they got humbled. Very humbled. They're very refocused and realize, oh shit, we're not who we thought we were. Yeah. It's it's to me it's 2017 all over again. Let's see. Go into Auburn, get our asses kicked, turn around and beat y'all in the SEC championship. That's true. I um, so that's the way I, I view it. I, I just I think Michigan Georgia is going to be a closer game than everybody thinks. Um, Michigan, I once again I have no idea why they're beating everybody so handily, but they are. Oh, um, it's first off Iowa is just atrocious. I was and then Ohio State. Ohio it was State's just, pretty good. They can't no. They can't stop the run, and they played in a snowstorm. I agree. So. I agree. Everybody, but the thing is, though, every team out there has their fuck their weak links. So it's just like Michigan. So are we? Michigan so their strengths more than deserving of being in the playoffs. They are a hundred percent. But look, their strengths match up with what we do on defense extremely well, and then what they do on defense extremely well is pass rush. Look, if we run the ball right at their big, uh, right inside, we should be fine. But Maybe. I mean, it's 
they have a I mean their quarterback is on par with Stetson. So mm-hmm. look, it's gonna be I think it's gonna be a good game, man. I think it's, it's a good matchup for us. It's I mean, I obviously I would Georgia, prefer Cincinnati. I don't th- everybody would, of course. Um the only I, fear I have is us overlooking them and going on to I just don't looking at the rematch. I don't think Michigan I, I don't th- I'm, I think Michigan puts up a fight, bro. I think it's going to be close. At That's le- what everybody's saying, but I, I don't know. until the first three quarters are up. Um, y'all may wear them down like you do everybody else, and I would not yeah. be shocked by that. But I also wouldn't be shocked if you and Michigan are in an absolute dog. Um, I yeah. wouldn't be shocked by that at all. I mean, Aiden, again, they have two elite pass rushers, Aiden Hutchison, who's up for the Heisman. I mean, I watched him freaking bl- blow a guy off his feet he's off the tackle. Stud, bro. He's, he's good. Stud. Like, he's very good. But at the same time, our tackles are very good. They give up the least amount of pressure in the in the country. So, yeah. according to Pro Football Focus, so I'm not worried about that as much. Yeah. Again, their strengths match up with our strengths. So that I mean that's kind of a wash there. Like they run the ball. That's what they do. They have a thousand yard rusher yeah. and a guy that's close to another thousand yards. So that's what they do. If unless they go perimeter, look, there was a guy on the field against Bama that shouldn't have been on the field. Number 31 at star, he won't be on the field in that game. It'll be Latavius Brini again. He's a run stopper. That's just look. That's th- to me this game right here. It's Kentucky. It's Kentucky. It's the same offense that Kentucky runs. It's just look. They're twenty two on the field are better than Kentucky's. Right. They're. I, I'm not gonna say they're more talented than Georgia. I mean they. They're, they're definitely I would say not they're, more talented than Georgia. I, I'll say they're slightly less. But when it comes down to it, Georgia has more depth. Michigan doesn't have they the depth could. that Georgia has, and that's why you're saying it's, it's probably in the first half. It is a dogfight, right? Yeah. It's going to be down in Miami. Who knows what the weather is going to be like? It could be hot. It could be humid. It could be cold. It could be rainy. For all we know, um, if it rains, that's going to really suck. But I will say nonetheless, this: hammer the under, in my opinion. See, I that's what people are saying, but I can see this getting like twenty-eight, twenty-one, kind of, or twenty-eight, twenty-four. Like that's the kind of game I am expecting. You think the total? Will some be people, under 50? So, oh, I think it's like forty-two or something like that. 44. Is that true? Right, we can go ahead and look. We have it up. Well, if that's the truth, uh, oh my God, I'm gonna take the over right now. I was expecting forty-four like, and a half. Really? Yeah. Georgia's up to eight now. I think we opened it at like six and a half. See, I could see twenty-eight seventeen. Yeah. I could Bama, see twenty-eight seventeen. Yeah. See, Bama's at over fifty-eight and minus thirteen and a half against Cincy. Uh, I would hammer the over on that game. Probably. Um, that that'll come bull down if since he can actually score points on him. I think they can. I do that quarterback man. People don't give him enough credit. If he had more athletes, Ritter's around good, him, but if he had more athletes again, around him, he would be it would be a game changer. I'll I'll say this. It goes back to what my thoughts going into the SEC championship were, which y'all didn't get to know. I mean, I thought we were going to go in there, we were going to handle business. I was thinking thirty eight seventeen, thirty eight twenty was going to be the score, of Georgia. I'm not going to lie, and that's purely because of the product we saw from Alabama the weeks before that. Sure. You know, they didn't look like they were, and that's the same thing with Cincinnati. Cincinnati, it's proof proof's there, guys. They squeaked by some games they should not have been in close games with. I mean, look at the Navy game. Navy's atrocious. They're 3-8 and now. Like, they're going in the Army, and Army's a seven-point favorite. That never happens. Yeah. So... I, I, I don't know what Cincy. I, I mean, they're good, but... I'm not counting Cincy out, bro. I, I'm uh, telling you. I know, first off, I'm, when I say to count them out, I'm talking about I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I think Cincinnati... You think it's inside the spread? I think Cincinnati covers. And I think that... I think that it comes down to Bama's up 10 with about six minutes left, and Cincy has an opportunity. That's what I think. Interesting. Uh, mainly because... 
a quarterback is leadership. The kid's a fifth year. He is yeah. when you watch him play, he is undeterred, bro. Literally unbothered about anything that's going on outside of him taking snaps and calling plays and reading coverages. Right. He is he goes about his business the right way. He's athletic. Bama does not handle super dual like dual threats extra well historically. I know they have a few times, but I'm not talking about I'm not talking about anecdotal evidence here. I'm talking about in general, they struggle against athletic quarterbacks. Guys that that's, can I mean, get out of the pocket and create plays. I think that's most that. defenses these days. He can do that. Uh, maybe. Depend, depends on the athlete. Uh, yeah. I just know that given Alabama's history of being impenetrable, that is their weakness. Um, True. So I think he could – I think he could – If now it's going to be up to him and him alone. He is going to have to win that game. Uh-huh. And I've watched him play like dog shit. Uh, and he's played, he's, but somehow win. He's played poorly. He has played poorly, but he also has looked really good. Uh, I mean, that's the bottom line. People act like the Notre Dame win isn't that impressive. Then get Notre Dame out of the top five, you know? Yeah. That's no, the, I never said that's it That's the wasn't. bottom. No, I, there's just a lot of people on, 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 the, on the book that are just acting like Notre Dame's a bad team. They're not a bad team. They went whatever they did and won because with, with a quarterback situation that was in flux. Uh, right. That's impressive. And they're a decent team, Here's my team, thing dude. with that. Who the hell else are you going to put in? You're going to put in Baylor, who has two losses over Notre Dame? Right. Yeah, no. I mean, this is what I don't get. The whole year, like, if we're screaming for eight teams this year, no. This is the – I mean, this always happens. We get to this point in every season where, we're like, we need more teams. We need more teams in the playoffs. Like, do we really want Notre Dame in there? Do we really want Oklahoma State in there? Do we want Baylor in there? Dude. Like, I'm sorry. these teams. <laughs> No. We have the four best teams, and that's fine. Yes, I, I will say, would Ohio State being in there would be great? Yes, it would be. Would Oregon? Maybe. But, I mean, they just got their asses handed to them. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know on the expansion. I mean, we always end up in this situation. Do they do they always get it right? There's been some years they've they've gotten questionable with it, throwing in Notre Dame and Oklahoma some of those years. Yeah. But, look, we got the four best this year. 100%. We We literally have the four best. 100%. 100%. Now, that, that'll be seen with how since he handles Bama, hopefully – Bama can get a first round where it's actually a competitive game. I think it. Uh, I think it will. I think it will be it, a competitive game. That would be a first time in a long time since Ohio State. Yeah. That one time. Yeah. Uh, I think it'll be a good game, man. I, I'm excited about it. I mean, this is an exciting playoff for me, mainly because there's a team of five, a group of five guy in there, and yeah. I love that. Coming from hey, a hey. team that was t- coming from the group of five, I love it. Not only are they in, a group of five in there. They have a chance to take down the king, the goat. Yeah, that's just no. They, they have that chance. They are the. I would. Hey, they I would love to see that happen. That'd be I would awesome. love to play Cincinnati. That would we be already awesome. played them. That would be really, really awesome for sure. I will say, um, I had a good conversation. It actually racked my brain a little bit, and then we'll get into the coaching carousel. This is off Sounds topic. Good. Um, I didn't even think about mentioning this, but I actually had an idea, and it would be revolutionary. It's a fringe idea. It'd be polarizing. There'd be a lot of people that didn't like it, and mainly the people that are that have the money. But here is my idea. To start, there are too many teams in the highest level of collegiate athletics, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. I mean, 130 teams is there's ridiculous. There's too many. When I say that there's too many is that there is too big of a disparity between the best team and the worst. So – what this yeah. what the best way that I think we could go about doing this is we could have 
the group of five teams, the lesser quote-unquote teams, have their own division, okay? You have your own division in the group of five, and they have their own playoff. They have their own everything postseason. Regular season, you can play whoever the hell you want. You, the SEC teams can play the, the shitty teams and pay them money to come play their homecoming for them. That's fine. Right. But the postseason belongs to the group of five and then the big boys, the big five. There's a, there's a bigger, upper, more powerful, historical Power five. five, and then there's a group of five. These need to be two, div- two divisions separate, okay, of each other. There needs to be a – how many teams play off – how many team playoff is in the NFL? Eight? Something like that, I yeah. think it's eight. I don't know. They've expanded so much. I don't I'm pretty sure anymore. it's eight. We could, it's either eight or ten. We could do eight – whatever. Eight team playoff, whatever, okay? Eight team playoff. That's cool. Because it's, it's wild card, divisional, AF championship. And that's four teams. So it's four, eight, 16 teams. Isn't that right? No way yeah. half. No. Half of the NFL gets in? No, it's not. No. All right. Then never mind. Well, f- anyway, this is beside the point. Have a bracket on either side. But the way it would work is that you have an 18 playoff on each side. And then, just like March Madness, right? You have a, you have a bracket in March Madness. That is the tournament, NCAA tournament. Then you have an NIT tournament, okay? Those are your bowl games. Those are your bowl games, okay? And the highest bidder gets the championships and all that of the bowl games or whatever. But you have a you have a, a lesser tournament of the worst teams. So out of the top 25, you have the top eight teams. They have their championship playoff. And then the rest of the other teams, they have another 18 playoff, whatever, 16-team playoff, whatever. It happens on the same timeline, different time slots as the 18 playoff. You can have the NIT, quote-unquote, whatever name you want to call it, tournament games in the afternoon, and then the championship games at night. And it would work the exact same way with an NIT tournament champion and then an actual champion. Just like there's an NIT tournament champion in basketball and an actual champion in basketball. You can have that for both divisions. Everybody's happy, and everybody gets their funding from the bowl games. That's the reason everybody's upset about bowl games. The old heads, like the the ones that the 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 go GoDaddy.com bowl and shit, they're just horrified that they won't get their their marketing. Well, this saves that, and you get a you get a tournament style like everybody wants, bet winner take all style, pro postseason. <laughs> Nobody wants a frivolous bowl game that it's totally meaningless and people opt out of all the time. But if you're in a tournament bracket, that would be fun. That'd be a good time. That would be something to play for. You might win incentive. You might win uh, revenue or increased funding for your facilities. You know, something like that. Something that's actually there to play for. That would be something interesting to see. So you'd have two playoff brackets. One that the big division, one the small division, two NIT brackets, one in the big, one in the one in the small. People's gonna watch all of them, bro, because you know, I mean, mainly the big division. Let's be honest, but this, you're gonna get the same amount of viewership as in the slow in the lesser division, the the Sun Belts, in the AEAC. You're gonna get the same viewership if we did it this way, just as much as we do now, which is nobody really besides the the real diehards that are from that town and your family. You know, so or the betters, the bettering addicts. That's really it. That's what you're going to get. So that would be super badass to watch. And I think that they should entertain it. But shitty news. Apparently, playoff expansion talks have slowed down exponentially. So that's unfortunate. 
All right, so I was wrong. There's one, two, 14 teams get into the NFL playoffs. 14. Then why don't we yep. model it exactly like the, the NFL where everybody's so trying to get seed, anyway? The one seed gets a bye, and then the rest have to play three wild card games on each side. So there's six wild card games and then two divisionals, NFC, AFC championship, and then the Super Bowl. I knew they expanded it and it got a little weird. That's why I was iffy on it. I had to see it visualized. But yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. Um, then I guess the question goes is like, well, the group of five will never actually, you know, they'll be like national champions, but then they're not actually national champions. No, they are. Champions. They're just as much national champions as North Dakota State is every year. True. You Very know? true. Is it a lesser champion? But also you're never going to be national champions anyway. So what does it matter? Yeah, it, again, it, 130 teams, you'd think it's they would. Many. It's just, I mean, again, you said it, the NIT in the tournament. I mean, there's two different tournaments. Exactly. And people, so, quote, unquote, enjoy watching it. So that's the reason they keep having it every year. So yeah. um, they, if it, people didn't watch it, they wouldn't have it, bottom line. Yeah. So it's uh, it just makes sense to me, you know? Top 14, top 14, too easy. NIT yeah. tournaments. You have a top 25 in each thing. I mean, it just it just makes sense to me. Yeah. No, I mean, it's not a bad argument, and I don't disagree with it at all. I mean, I think a lot of people would, again, not disagree with it, but that would be the pushback was, well, we can't win the actual championship. But at the same time, you get a chance to win something. Exactly. So No doubt. But, again, when it boils down to it, everybody wants that bitches about expansion. It's because they want their team in. They want more games. Look, that means guys aren't getting paid. I know we're in the nil world and it's all weird and whatnot. Um, I'm interested to see how this all works out. I mean, look at Quinn Ewers. He he was a third string quarterback. I paid a million dollars and he's jetting off to Texas. Like it's it's kind of crazy that people are going to offer up quarterbacks that, and players that kind of money that will never play a down for them. It's wild to me. Right. Yeah. But it's, um, again, here we are every year. This is how it happens. 100%. The best four teams are in the freaking playoffs. It's how it always works out. I agree. I go, I, we, we wouldn't know because we only have four teams. That'd be, I that'd know, be but my argument. Objectively looking at it every single year, is there a team that should be in there instead of somebody else? We wouldn't. I mean, probably not. But also, we both know. I mean, the Seattle Seahawks, way back in the day, they were 8-8 eight and eight going to the playoffs. And guess what? They made it to the championship game, AFC championship game. That's fair. Yes, you know what I'm saying? I know that true. happens. There's a Fresno State in the College World Series every so often. There's a Cinderella story that everybody loves to watch, and we don't even get that opportunity right now. Oh, we get Cincy. Uh, that's they're literally. I mean, I mean, they they are, they should be there. I'm talking about a team that really probably shouldn't be there, like yeah, the, like the like the fucking eight and eight even. 500 Seahawks, you know, like that should never three loss, yeah, that should three never loss, happen uh, Clemson team ever. Yeah. Like Clemson three loss. That'd be, it'd be cool. It'd be cool. Yeah. It'd be cool to see a loser win. That's people yep. enjoy seeing underdogs. And I mean, obviously we have it with Cincinnati, but if we expanded the playoffs, we'd get a bigger taste of that. I mean, it's going to happen. I mean, I'm not sitting here arguing against play, uh, expansion because look, I mean, more playoffs. I mean, that's more opportunity for money, all this stuff, right? More exposure for kids and teams and good for schools. Like it's all around good. Right. Except for the fact the players have to play another game mm -hmm. and that hurt, like they could get hurt, like all these things. So, and then you'll see the guys sitting out more and more if they don't, don't make the playoffs. I mean, that's already happening now, Exactly. which it's fine. I get it. At this point, I'm, I'm over it. I remember when that all happened, I thought it was dumb. 
when Fournette was the first person to do it, I thought it was dumb, but I get it. Hell Guys yeah, are blowing out their knees. Hey, yo, if I'm a first rounder and I'm not in the playoffs, see you guys. Hey, like, sorry. I love y'all, but if McCreary plays for Auburn in the Birmingham Bowl where you can get six dollar tickets, I'm gonna be upset at him. Hey man, yeah. you're a top fifteen pick. What are you doing? Get off of the football field. The next football field you should be on is the practice field of the NFL team you got drafted by. Or the combine. Yeah, or the combine, sure. Or, so, well, like, let's get it correct. Pro day. Yeah. Pro days are usually before the combine, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, it, 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 well, yeah, it is. But it varies. It's, uh, it's, it's, uh, I, I just, I think what the way I put it, obviously there's chinks in that armor, but I know for a fact that they could be smoothed out. And I think that template would be excellent. It would work so well. So well. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Um, Let's go ahead and just dive into this coaching carousel. We have so much shit to talk yes, about. Sir. Who we got first? Um, so, so let's start off with, I, I'm going to go in order. Um, I'm going to go with chronological order. Um, this one should not have came as a big shock. I'm going with the big teams. Um, Florida, Dan Mullen, he's out. Yeah. We already knew that. That was kind of hilarious. But he's replaced by Billy Napier, who was the ULL coach. Yep. And he was once on Saban's staff, yep. so that always gives him some gumption. Look, I don't really think it's a good hire. I really don't. Yeah. There was other guys they could have gotten. They should have gotten. I, what would I know have been he's your, What would have been your option? I mean, dude, look, if you could have pulled a Brian Kelly and a Lincoln Riley or a Lane Kiffin there, like, what are we doing here? Uh, look, you literally saw Lincoln Riley leave, but we'll get into him in a little bit. But you telling me Florida couldn't get Brian Kelly, but LSU could? Come on. The real question is, did he want him? I mean, who? It's true. I mean, who wants who wants Brian Kelly? You know, I mean, he's. He's just he's I mean in I mean in a bigger in a bigger way he's really similar to Billy Napier. He's the guy that can never get a full complete season out of a football team. Yeah, but Billy Napier he's you know just the younger guy. Exactly. But why wouldn't you want the younger guy? You want some electricity, well, right? Yeah. You do want some electricity but at the same time he's unproven. He's coached at ULL. Yeah, that's fair, but what does Florida have to lose? I just don't understand like I, I really – I like the Napier high. Just, I guess I'm a little bit – now that I've been betting a little bit, I guess my risk tolerance has went up a little bit. But I like it just because he's new. He's not the same old head that gets tossed around year to year and or every seven years, whatever, and right. he never really wins a championship. Uh, I, I'm I glad that he got thrown in the mix. I think from my personal view, they should have gone and got an – Big name, splash hire. Otherwise, this is the same cycle they've had the last three coaches. Yeah. Four years, they're done. I'll, I'll tell you this. You won't see Billy Napier on the troll feed in Twitter on Twitter no, faking I mean, a southern accent at a basketball game. I can tell we'll you that. that. I can tell you that right now. I can tell you that. I'll tell you another thing. Billy Napier goes about his business, boy. He may not be a great coach. I don't know yet. It's TBD. He did great at ULL. But the guy coaches the right way, and he and, yeah. and he and he coaches on. He's he is the by the book coach that you would want on paper. He's not proven, yeah, but neither was Saban at Toledo. So, I just uh, I I think you got at this point if you're Florida, you don't you're going for broke. You, I mean, worst case scenario, you end up like you did this year with a quote unquote proven go coach. You know, so I mean. Go out there, get a guy that's young, fiery. Billy Napier, he's got some fire now. 
Billy Napier, he gets after it, okay? I, I mean, I'm a big fan of Billy Napier. I hope he does great. But I understand what you're saying. It doesn't make sense in terms of let's keep winning 10 games. You know, like, yeah. you know, like let's make it to the SEC championship every six years. But it's – you gotta you gotta switch it up. If you want to make waves, you gotta hire somebody that hasn't been had an opportunity yet. Now I'm glad he's getting an opportunity, man. And boy, is he ever at one of the most historical yeah, teams ever. It's it's again, it just feels like it's gonna be another four and out. Maybe. I mean, look, you're going up against Maybe so. Look, you got you got Saban in the West. Yeah. It's why Lincoln Riley left. Yeah. You got Kirby in the East. You, you we know what college football is. It's can you get the best talent and just hold on to them as long as possible? Yeah. And look, he's doing. I'm. I'm. Was going to say he's a better recruiter than Mullen, but we don't know that right now yeah. because he's literally had three guys decommit. They don't have a single uh, skill position player committed right now. That's wild. But that also happens. And, that happens when you transition coaches like that because they. I mean, those look guys at Clemson. weren't They just lost three to, guys from IMG. Exactly. They weren't committed to the school. They're they were committed, committed to, Mullen, to the coach. Yeah. So I mean, that makes sense. You can't blame him for that. I, mean, I it's going to take a while. It took a while for Saban, bro. People are sleeping on the fact that the guy literally went seven and five and lost to Monroe his first year as an Alabama head coach. Yeah, but the next year he goes out and wins the SEC. Exactly. We don't know. We don't know yet. We got to. You got to give him some time. So you got to give him a little time. That's all I'm saying. We'll see. I mean, and also, just, Saban opinion, is better at cheating and recruiting than everybody else in the in the world. Well, that's fair. But I just I can see it being another must-champ, McIlwain. 100%. Mullen. I can, I can see also that. see that. I can see that 100%. I can see it being just like the next, uh, what's the Florida State coach now? He was at Memphis and he got hired. Norvell. Exactly. I can see him being just like that guy, even though it's early for his career too. Um, he got dealt a terrible hand <laughs> at Florida oh State. Oh, my God. But, uh, Everybody did after Jimbo yeah, left. thus far, it's not looking good. But no. I, I have faith. I think Billy Napier will be fine. I think he will do just good, just fine. I think he will. If they give him an opportunity, just like I think if they give Brian Harson an opportunity, these unproven, quote-unquote, coaches can make a difference and make a statement that they are worthy to be in the, in the holy grail of the conferences. Yeah. Yeah. You got to – I mean, yeah, we'll see. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's just, just – to me, it's an underwhelming hire. It's just an underwhelming hire for Florida. Yeah. I wish th- compared to what we've s- we're about to get into. I wish they would have hired that dude at Presbyterian that always goes for four uh, for, for for two and <sighs> goes on fourth down and always on tight kicks. See, well, I don't know why, and I'm, this just might be an SEC thing at this point. It's like, why is anybody getting it? Hugh Freeze is it because of all the shit. Probably because he's he's low key a scumbag. You, you think he's you you think he's low like high key like blackballed from the SEC? I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, that would make a, yeah. a bunch of sense. I mean, the guy did some pretty scummy stuff allegedly. So yeah, um, I mean, it's proven. He did some, so. he did some pretty pretty shitty stuff, legitimately. Yeah, um, let's get into the to me probably the biggest shock. <clears throat> and there was rumors that he was going to go to LSU. They come, they lose to Oklahoma State, and he comes out vehemently says, "I'm not going to be LSU's next head coach." Mister Lincoln Riley is gone. The next day to USC, he wasn't lying. Um, he wasn't lying. <laughs> he didn't say I wasn't going to be the head coach at USC, but he was the head coach at USC now. And to be honest, 
I mean, it, we all see what it is now, right? He's just a pussy and didn't want to play in the SEC. That's what it looks Let's like. Call it for what it That's is. That's what it looks like for sure. I think that he made the smartest move out of everybody for sure, in my opinion. For his career, for yeah. his generational wealth, dude. He just set us his. He just set up his entire family tree for life. Especially if he gets another deal there, bro. If he does well, if you see USC in the playoffs anytime soon, they're chilling, bro. The Riley family is set forever. That's what I look at it. I don't look at it as him backing down. I look at him making the best play he can make for his money. The guy got paid $100 million. He got a free private jet whenever his family wanted it. He got it. Both of his houses in Norman bought out, plus a 500 k more than the asking price on each house. That's for sure going back to him. Both of those 500 k checks are coming back to him. So, He's got both of those. He's got a, a was I think it's a six and a half million dollar house or twelve six million yeah six million dollar house at, in in L A. That's probably right in the middle of the homeless tents. He's got. I was about to say it's probably not that good. Of a he, house. he probably yeah he probably just got like a like a single a single wide for six mil right there on Venice on the beach. beach but yeah it's uh <laughs> I I think it's a beautiful beautiful plan out of him he's getting paid a bajillion dollars oh you you forgot the best part the unlimited use of the private plane 24 That's 7 what for I, the I family. said that earlier pretty private oh yeah, did you I, sorry i was trying to find that that what i had sent you yeah i mean imagine if his his his, his daughters or his whatever he's got are ready to just go party they can just head out dude you know yeah but here's the thing is like you he probably could have got a very similar deal money-wise at oklahoma and not get taxed nearly as much as he's going to get taxed in california true that is definitely. But true. he's going to be in LA. He doesn't go have to go to the SEC. Apparently, he was very against that move. Um, of course, he was. So it's not shocking. Yeah. I mean, he he has he he did what he was doing at Oklahoma. Now, if he can get USC, if he can keep the LA kids in LA, which it looks like he's going to start doing that, like all those guys that were committed from to Oklahoma from California, they all decommitted and now they're committing to USC. They Malachi Nelson from Modern Day literally did that. Really. Number one quarterback for 2023. That's what he did. He decommitted. Now he's committed to USC. That's awesome. Good for him. So, I mean, look, he's going to do what he's do. He's going to have the easy road into the playoffs, and then he's going to shit the bed. I mean, that's just what he does. Maybe, but then look at what Pete Carroll did at USC. That's fair. You know what I'm saying? That guy had one of the most dominant dominant teams ever. Like, But he also knew how to hire a de- defensive coordinator. Also true. And he also knew how to cheat real well. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Daddy did. He could cheat with the best of them. So um, yeah. I uh, I don't hate it, bro. I think he he made he made his money. GG's in the chat for Mister Riley. Um, is he going to be as competitive? I my knee jerk reaction is no. Um, but also, dude, we didn't think Pete Carroll was going to do a whole bunch at USC, and then he turned in, he turned a USC program into literally the most prolific team ever, ever put on paper, really. Genuinely, they had units, bro. They beat LSU, dude. They beat everybody by a billion. The national yeah, championship LSU game, twenty nineteen, was they were pretty good. They were good. I will say that was one of the best offenses I've they ever. They were seen. good. They were really good. I will say, but also USC won the national championship game by thirty. It's true. <laughs> this is this you know is a fact, Hey so. man, they won the 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 two best teams in the country were in that game, quote unquote, because Auburn was undefeated too and got snubbed. Right. They won by thirty points. Auburn doesn't beat them that year. I know whole. It was Oklahoma, right? It was Oklahoma, and they got trubbed. Yeah. Jason White, the Heisman winner, got beat yep. by a billion. 
I remember that. Dude, they got absolutely <laughs> curb stomped. So, I mean, I can see USC being good. They got they're the biggest state in America, you know. So like in in the There's a lot of talent in, the in lower LA 48. Too. So like Cali is 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 an absolute frying pan melting pot of athleticism. Yeah. And and communism. It depends on this. Can he develop guys, get them to the league at USC? Can he do it? Is yeah. he going to have the funding? Is he going to get the fans excited to get back there? If you look at the reception he got versus what they got out in Oklahoma for Venables, good God, this is just night and day. Is Venables fired up. Are they just ready to go? Uh, there was a shit ton of people when he got off the plane. Good. All Oklahoma fans were there. Dope, dude. That's awesome. I, I yeah. wouldn't be shocked if they do well. I don't know how well their offense will do unless he gets a really good OC, but their defenses are going to be stellar. So this is what I was about. To, well, just great transition. I want to get into this. I think they're better off. Really? I truly think they're better off because in, coming into the in SEC. In SEC, you're right, yeah. They, I mean, dude, yeah. they have – their defense is just so bad. They have to completely revamp that that roster, and I think Venables is the right guy to get in there and do that. We'll see how he'll be as a head well, coach. they can actually get defensive They'll, recruits now. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, all, all – I mean, three guys from Clemson just decommitted that were all IMG guys that were really good. Will they go to Oklahoma and follow him? We'll see. Matt, I but, just think uh, – I think it's a great hire because he's set up perfectly with Caleb Williams being so young that – right. He already has offensive pieces that he doesn't have to worry about right now, seemingly, unless Caleb. He already hired his offensive coordinator too, and it's Levy, Jeff Levy from Ole Miss. That's awesome. I, I think that's a good hire. Seemingly, it is for sure. At least right now, it seems that way. So uh, yeah. I um he, I think he's making the right steps, dude. I think Oklahoma's legit. They're legit immediate, immediate West foes that are going to be viable yep. in the season. I think they're better off than Texas will be. Sarkeesian, there's a there's a wild know, there's, a, there's a bunch of wild shit going on down there right now. Yeah, I don't know what to think of a, of the old Longhorns. For it's a right now it's looking it's Texas, real dude. horns down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's looking hella horns down right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hella horns down. <sighs> but uh, you never know, dude. I mean, Jesus Christ, it's it, it's got to be a challenge to be bad at the at the University of Texas. Has to yeah. be. I mean, it's been bad too. Like firing Mac Brown was the worst decision they ever made. Literally, yeah, it was really bad. Just because they won ten games or some shit. Yeah, like nine or ten <laughs> games. Like, oh, you get out of yeah. here. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know, man. I, I, I love the Oklahoma hire. I love that Lincoln Riley went to USC for him. Uh, I love the fact that Brian Kelly's at LSU because I think they're going to be a perpetual nine-win team now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, all right, let's get into the fake Southern accent because good. Freaking God, Dude. that was so as bad. As soon as he said family, I was out, bro. Family. Hey, man. Like, you tried to be forced hey, home. Hey, man, shut up, dude. Hey, shut your mouth. Like, go back up to where New York or New Jersey, wherever the hell you're just from. Just own it. How about this? Be where you're from and just be that person, you know? I'm yeah. totally cool with you just being yourself. As soon as you stop, start faking who you are, bro, I'm out. I'm out. Like don't pander, man. Don't pander. That's the worst. Like you, we don't people like it down see here. through that shit. We don't like it down here at all. No, you know, we don't like it down here one bit. So you can leave that. Like up hey, there. they just had their crazy southern coach. Like they had their cage. They had back to. They back don't need another one. Lunatics. Back yeah. to back lunatics, bro. They did. I mean, Les was crazy. Les was eating grass, and Orgeron speaks like Kermit the Clapping Frog. like this. Yeah, like they had one guy that needed a vocoder on his vocals just to understand him. <laughs> and then you had another guy eating grass and clapping open palmed. 
with his hat <laughs> on the very tippy top of his head, leaning downward. Yes. You know, yes. I just don't trust. I, I don't miss Les Miles. He could win. I miss hey, Les Miles. He could Miles. win, dude. The, he was just so goofy. He could win. I'll tell him. They were both back. They were classic LSU coaches. And now they got a guy that uses a fake Southern accent and talks about how uh, something like an ex fake like an execution joke this past year. So, um, yeah, he's Brian Kelly, dude. And you could see it when so Notre Dame ended up hiring their defensive coordinator Marcus Freeman. He's a young guy. Great hire. I think that's a great hire. I mean, he's really young, kind of still unproven. But, look, this is a guy that you could see when they got announced that the team's around him. There's some continuity there. The guys want to play for him. That's awesome. That was a good move. And you could tell none of his offensive co- – none of his coaches came with him. They are like, fuck you, dude. You're an asshole. Like, one of their coaches was literally walking out of a door – of a recruit's house, sees it, and he's in the driveway, and he sees that Brian Kelly's gone. He's like, well, fuck, I look like an asshole now. That's like, that's got to be tough when you're out there recruiting then your coach that you have no idea. Like, you're in there recruiting for him. You're vouching for him, trying to talk to his talk to this player's mom. Like, we're going to take care of you. Coach Kelly's a great guy. Like, we're going to we're gonna make him into a man, and then, boom, he's gone. Yeah, that's – um. Hell no. That's when you turn around and say, guys, literally under no circumstances will I allow you to come to Notre Dame. You go elsewhere. I will, we're not offering you. Sorry. It's for your good. Just don't come literally here. Literally don't come here. But then they hire Marcus Freeman. Now it's like, all right, now come here. Exactly. Marcus Freeman's a badass. When you see him walk up and down the line, uh, the, the sidelines, you can tell he's got, some, he's got something about him. You can tell he's got that swagger, that young vibe, that young energy. He dude, he's gonna take his lumps. Let's not pretend like he's not gonna he's gonna gonna take his coaching decision lumps. He's gonna poorly maintain the clock. He's gonna go for it on fourth Everybody when he does shouldn't. It. Everybody does it. But the guy, I'm gonna let you know right now. If there's just a just watching him, watch him in interviews, watching him go about his business, he's gonna give it his all. He's gonna lose at a hundred percent, and that's the kind of guy you want to lose with if you're gonna lose at all. You know, uh, if you're yeah. gonna lose, lose with a guy that's got some balls, and I'm with that. So. uh I, I like that. I hate Notre Dame. I hate that everybody gasses them up perpetually, but I love that hire for him for sure. Yeah. So let's talk about probably the last big one. Um, Mario Cristobal leaving Oregon, going down to Miami. Yeah. Uh, I just, whatever. Miami's just bad. Dude. I, I'd, why the hell would you leave Oregon for Miami? Uh, I think he's from there originally. But still, I understand like, what you're saying. Their that's, that's the, facilities are atrocious. They play in an NFL stadium. They don't even have your own stadium. You go from Oregon that has literally the best facilities in the country, and you have like it's established. Like you're a good team. You have, you're a good program. You have Nike money. You literally have 16 different uniforms, and you're gonna go down to Miami with your Adidas and like no facilities. It just it, Miami is a relic of the past. And I like he gets hired, and people before were like, "Crystal Ball is overrated. He's bad. Like he's gonna, he's a joke. He's just another Manny Diaz." Then he gets hired, and they're like, "Oh!" And his presser, and he did see talk Spanish. Now they're all like, "Oh, all the other teams are fucked." Like, "Oh, the Miami's back." Uh-huh. Like, no, the fuck you're not. Yeah, they're not back yet. I like, I no. love Mario Crystal Ball. Let me tell you something. I love him as a coach. I don't know what was going on with their offense this year, but. Uh, throw the damn ball. I mean, they had two <laughs> running backs back there. Um, but uh, it was uh, – For real. It was 
weird season for him, but in general, as him as a coach, I love it. Dude, he gets fired up. The guy will snatch your ass up, and that just gets me going, dude. Uh, it might have been just the way I was raised. It might have been the Mark Calvey that rubbed off on me, but I just love it, dude. I love it so. Oh, I mean, much. I love that too. But I'm just thinking he just made a terrible coach. Dude, I decision. think he made a challenging decision for sure. I think he said, "You know what? He had a ten- Let's challenge hey, before ourselves." Before the Pac-12 championship, he had a ten-year deal sitting on his desk, and he didn't sign 100%. it. To go to Miami. I don't think he thought Oregon was home, dude. That happens. I get it, but who the dude, hell wants to live in Oregon? You know. I know it's Eugene, but who doesn't? Who wants to go live in Miami where they have this situation where they won't pour money because it's a private institution? They will not pour money into that program. I'm sorry, this isn't the '80s anymore. Maybe they're uh, not good. Yeah, maybe maybe he thinks he can turn it around, and and I hope he does. More power to him. I would be. It would be cool to see another rise of the Miami Hurricanes. Um, I'd rather it be Florida State than Miami. I think it'd be cool to see them all just the, the whole whole panhandle just fired up, dude. And they just start really beating each other's ass and recruiting. But um, I uh, I don't know. I, I like the decision because I know I'm I know he's from that area. Um, if he has a good year, they're going to be in the top ten immediately, which kind of sucks. But uh, I love him as a coach. So good luck, man. You know, good luck down there. I don't think he's going to do great at first for sure. But um, he took on he's he's taking on a huge challenge. That's that's definitely. Yeah, and to say that Tyler Van Dyke is the best quarterback in the country, that's just just not not true. It's Bryce Young. Yeah, that's um, that's just dumb. That's a bad take. That's a very dumb take. That's a bad take. Don't say things that aren't true. You know. Yeah, um, there's still more to come. Um, there was a rumor that Dan Lanning, the Georgia defensive coordinator, took the Oregon job. Apparently, that rumor is not true. Um, I haven't checked my phone in a little bit. Who knows what's going on now? Uh, we'll see where Oregon ends up with. Uh, I heard Chip Kelly was a leader. I, I mean, since he left, he hasn't done shit. You know, I, I don't really see why. Chip he would, Kelly. They would, I don't see why they would go back to him. He hasn't done much. I mean, he's he's at UCLA. Like, he's in L.A. You should be able to recruit there. Well, he's splitting, he's splitting time with USC, though. I mean, in, that's in Oregon, you don't have to split time, dude. But you still have to recruit L.A. That's true. You got to recruit ELA, but I mean, historically speaking, you're going to get Hawaii. And yeah, let's think about the last few quarterbacks that came out of Hawaii. Pretty good. Yeah. You know? I'd say pretty so. Pretty good. NFL caliber. Yeah. Well, maybe not DJ. Who? Ui Young yeah, that's to be determined. That's to be determined. He's from he's from Cali anyway, so it's okay. What a name! What a um, name that guy has, huh? Yep. Well, speaking of Bryce, it's pretty. We kind of touched on this at the beginning. You mentioned it because we we talked about this. I think yesterday, the Heisman this year. It's 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 Bryce. We all know it's Bryce. If it's not Bryce, it's crazy. And again, Aiden Hutchinson. I mean, for as great as he is, shouldn't be in there. There, Will Anderson has better stats than him. Um, so I don't understand why he's in there. Yeah. But Bryce, it's just another. It's a not. I'm not gonna say another. But this year, there, it felt like there wasn't. A guy, for some reason, it just felt like there wasn't that guy who dominated. But Bryce, I wonder I mean, why that was, dude. I wonder why that is. I just think it was a down year across the board. I don't know. It does feel that way for sure. Like I don't know what it the was. Kid's breaking records, and we just don't give a shit. Now, is it this? Is it because last year there was no defense 
in games. And so we had these high power guys and we're used to seeing the Burrows and the Tua's and like these kind of guys are we used just so used to seeing that, that this year when teams actually had spring and we had these good defenses this year and guys weren't putting up astronomical numbers. Like the guy that was doing it was Kenneth Walker. And then they just fell off the face of the earth when they played Ohio state. If he would have had a big game, he probably wins this damn. Oh yeah, I agree. He was front runner for a split second. I, um, and he should have been, I think it's the Trevor Lawrence effect. I think yeah. what happened was we were all watching Trevor Lawrence low key subconsciously. We got it planted into our brains it was a Trevor Lawrence show every year, and they were going to win a bunch of games and almost win a championship. And then his freshman year, he literally comes out, wins the national championship as a true freshman. Right. And then it was just like, okay, well, he's spectacular. Like, we have a full-blown spectacle going on in Clemson, and every year is going to be electric from here on out. So we had three full yeah. years of a, of a guy that we, we just thought was God's gift to earth. Well, it was also you had Trevor. He comes out and does his thing, and right? And then Tua. Like you just said. That, well, Tua didn't even I'm talking about the last three years in general is what I mean. I'm not talking about the Heisman. Yeah, I'm talking yeah. about just outstanding well, football I'm, players. I know. He, Burrow yes. was right after yes. that, just insane. And then Devontae, which you could have made the argument. You made the argument it last year. Jones. Mac it Jones could have been, been Mac Jones. Jones. It should have been Mac Jones. Yeah. I mean, look at, I mean, look at all the rookie quarterbacks. He's the best one. By far. Like, I mean, he's got a better team. Far and a, but yeah. Does he? Not receivers, but he has Belichick. So he has a better coach. That, that's a wash. That's true. Um, I uh, yeah, I, I just I don't know why. I just think I just think that we lost all of our electricity just because they all went to the draft. So I think yeah. next year, I think next year will be more electric because we're gonna have a Bryce Young next year. We're gonna have a right. DJ Uyunglele with a billion and. Uh, you know, whatever, nil nil contracts under his belt, and he's going to get gassed up even more next year. We're going to have all of these guys. We're going to have Quinn Ewers, the next Pat Mahomes. CJ Stroud, I think, is going to be back again. Yeah, yeah, uh, he's a he's returning. Exactly. That's why um, he, Ewers just transferred. So it's just uh, – I just think – I think this year was a weird lull, lull kind of year, even though Bryce was putting up hella numbers. Um, right. I think it was a weird year because we didn't have anybody to know for a fact was going to give us some firepower, you know? Right. I think, I think what hurt Bryce is the fact that Alabama played so many close games this year. Like, they, they lost a and game. He put up numbers that game, but they lost. Yeah. LSU didn't put up that many numbers, but they won 20-14. to 14. Auburn? He had the comeback yeah, there at the job. end. Yeah, it was a meaningful best. That, that was his Heisman moment, and then you up to that right. point, then the SEC championship, he, he comes out and dominates game. the yeah. best. He had he had his Heisman game. I'm going to give him that. Like he came out and dominated us. No so doubt. I can't take that away. Yeah, from no him. doubt. I um, I think next year is going to be a lot different. I think next year we're going to have a lot to look yeah. forward to with CJ. We're going to have a lot to look forward, look forward to with DJ. We're going to have a lot to look forward to with Bryce. Um, we're going to have a lot to look forward to with uh with uh, the Georgia. Fiasco that's going down at quarterback. Um, not even talking about. We're gonna have a lot to look forward to with Lincoln Riley at USC and what he's gonna do next year. I think this this could be Dabo's downfall. He lost both coordinators. They that's something he's always had is all his coaches have never left, and now they all left. Finbles is gone. Tony Elliott took the Virginia job. So yeah, I and they have have a bunch of decommits like. It could be Diablo's downfall. I'm not, I'm not saying it yet, but hey, nine and three this year and with his coaches, and now all his coaches are leaving. I will say it's a hell of a salvage out of him, though. Yeah. Hell of a salvage year out of him. 
You know, yeah. I mean, to come back from what he, I mean, the guy, they lost yeah, three the guys games. Were, they were three and three at one point. Yeah, they, I mean, we we were all writing them off. I mean, he still didn't make the ACC Nine championship. Three. I mean, they they're more than likely gonna be ten and three going in at the end of the year. They're gonna be a double mean, digit yeah. win team on a bad year. So that's good. That's pretty damn but good, dude. Couldn't win the ACC though. Yeah, they didn't win the ACC. They lost the only team they lost to. It turns out they were a pretty big deal. You know, Penn. They yeah. lost the uh, the pit and they Pitt. lost to NC State. NC State. Uh, and the and then they lost to uh, Georgia. 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 So I mean, those are pretty uh, pretty good teams. I mean, Kenny Pickett, good quarterback. NC State have no idea what they have, and then Georgia, literally a, a national champion contender. So. Okay. Uh, Speaking of Kenny Pickett, really quick, can we can we talk about the fact that he did the fake knee in that championship game, and now that's banned? Good, it should be. That was the yeah, scummiest I mean, shit I've ever seen in football, dude. So if, if I'm there, if I'm the defense, I, I I put if I'm the defense coordinator, I put in a fourth string out there, okay? And I don't care how many plays it takes. Once he scrambles, if he goes down, somebody absolutely spears him. I'm talking about helmet. Yeah. Leading with the crown of the helmet, whistles blown, ejected for disqualified from the NCAA for life. <laughs> I'm talking about blows his ass up, dude, knocks him out cold because that is so scummy. That is, I don't disagree. I mean, that's what so like you, Ryan Clark, ESPN guy, like was a stealer, cornerback, that kind of or safety. Um, came out and said, like, we're telling players when they go to slide, don't touch them. You can't. So he goes to slide and he fakes it, like you can't do that. You can't do yeah, it. That's, you that's can't. Really bad, dude. You really um. In the NFL, you have you. Dude, I get it because look, you have to touch them. Game in the conference yeah. championship game, bro. That was a meaningful momentum swinging touchdown. In all likelihood, that could have won them the game. You can yeah. you can make that argument. So scummy, scummy. Don't it was funny though, and I actually tweeted back at him. He it was a screenshot of the rule, and he said, uh, and he said something along the lines of, "I changed the game forever," which is which yeah. is true. It's not un- it's, it's not untrue. And uh, and I tweeted and I said, "Thank you for your sacrifice," but uh, because he's a scumbag now, <laughs> and um, I uh, I just hated it. Hated it. I'm sure he's a good guy. I know he's just competing. And we do all we all do low key low ball shit when we're competing because we just want to win. Uh, yeah. Everybody loses a little character sometimes, but uh, I hated it. It was awful to watch. I mean, it was bad. I mean, ugh, rough, dude, rough. It's bad. Was well, pretty impressive that he didn't lose a lot of his momentum even on the fake slide. That yeah. was pretty athletic of him. I'll be honest. Oh, it was a very athletic play, but like, you're you should get your head knocked off for he that. He should have gotten rocked for sure. Way <laughs> after the play was dead. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yep. All right. So let's do our picks and we'll wrap it up and we'll get out of here because I know you got a gig tonight. So you got a gig. I'm excited about it. All right. Let's do picks. Uh, we'll start with the NFL. I don't have many. We actually, I mean, I'm not even may. I'm not even picking the Army Navy game. Whatever. I'm not willing to put my money on that game at all. I'm not touching it. I guess you could pick the under and be fine. But um, probably. I'm gonna go in the NFL direction. And uh, I'll give you my picks and rationales. Uh, my pick, uh, Chiefs Raiders. I'm going over 48. Chiefs are coming along. Uh, the Raiders have a good offense. Um, I think they score. Chiefs, their defensive woes are still there, in full effect. To be honest with you, um, I think they have the division well in hand. I think they're right in the ship. Their offense is coming around. They're starting to score more. I think the Raiders can score too. 
I could see, you know, 35-28, 35-24. I could see that happening. Um, that is my first pick, over 48 in that 11, uh, that 11 or 12 slot. Next pick, uh, Titans minus eight over the Jags. I think Julio's back, even though AJ's out. I think that helps them. Jaguars are terrible. Terrible, terrible. Really, really bad, bad. Um, Titans hadn't looked great all year, uh, but I think they uh, I think they can beat the Jags at home by eight points. And I'm starting to have to lean towards them and develop a bias in the NFL because I'm about to move to Nashville. So um, I'm about to be a Titans fan. To hell with it. Um, <laughs> my next pick is Panthers minus two and a half just because I'm a huge Cam Newton fan. I'm a fan of him as a person. I don't really give a shit about him as a player. Uh, I think he's a wild man, and I love that. Uh, I think he's still got a, a few years in the tank in terms of viability. And uh, Falcons haven't looked really good all year. Uh, we have the opt-out out of their best guy, and uh, and they lost Julio, and it's been showing pretty tremendously. Their best player is literally a utility guy that plays every position on the planet, and um, that shouldn't be the case. Brock Holt should not be your best player on the baseball team, you know. So um, I'm going with Panthers minus 2.5 without McCaffrey. Uh, because uh, what's his name? He's pretty good, bro. Chuba, Chuba's a stud. But he's not um, Christian. He's nobody's Christian, but he is. He's a pretty good player. Uh, I got uh, um, what else do I have? I teased down the Bucks to minus three. Um, it's at minus one thirty, I think, right now over the Bills. Bills just lost a heartbreaker in an impossible game. Uh, nobody won that game, I'll be honest. Uh, it was miserable to watch. I couldn't imagine being on that field. 70,000-mile-an-hour wins. Um, so uh, it was wild to watch. Spectacle for the fans, but miserable as a player, I can guarantee it. Um, oh, yeah. The Bucks, they're in, they're in Tampa Bay, huge change of environment, obviously in Tampa Bay's favor. Um, I don't hate the over, but I'm going to go with Bucks minus three. The Bucks are looking really good. Week in, week out right now. They're playing good football. Uh, Brady is a magician. He's a wizard, and he doesn't age. Uh, and that is my last pick. Uh, did you say Cowboys? Oh, Jesus Christ, I did pick the boys. Ugh. Got the boys at four oh, and a half. Oh, God, I did take the boys. All right, so the Cowboys and the Redskins, it's at Washington. But um, I did take the Cowboys. They're doing really well against the spread this year, um, even though they've had a downtrodden last few weeks. They're still doing really good. That's how good they started. Uh, minus four and a half, Cowboys. Uh, I think they went by a touchdown. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take that and run with it. The Redskins are a really bad team. Okay, let me get into mine. I'm starting off, Packers minus eleven and a half against Chicago. I know Justin Fields is back, but Chicago, Matt Nagy, terrible. Green Bay is best team in the league in my opinion currently. Um, I think they're they're the best team. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, even with his broken toe. He's still crushing. Really so, Devontae's back. They're going to kill. Hey, come on. Um, I also have the Bucks, but I'm taking the three and a half. I'm going to take the hook. I'll take the hook. It's all right. Uh, we'll see game day if I decide to tease it down or not. But I'm going to take Bucks minus three and a half. Like you said, Bill's coming off that big emotional loss. Crazy miles per hour wins. You know, it's just a whole crazy game, right? Fun to watch, like you said. Suck for them. They couldn't stop the run, which... Getting into this, you got Ronald Jones, you got Leonard Fournette, you got Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Tom Brady's leading the league in yards. Like, he's probably going to win the MVP. Like, what are we doing here? Tampa is Tampa, and you said the weather, it's a big changeup. It's a big, big 
big advantage for Tampa because, you know, those cold-weather teams have the advantage when they're up there, and the warm-weather teams come up, and it's the vice versa there. So Tampa big, I think. I think that's pretty pretty much a lock. I know the Bills have been good, but they've they've stumbled late against some teams they should not have lost to. Not saying that the Patriots, they shouldn't have lost. I think normal field, I was going to take the Patriots, but they didn't touch that game. Um, next, I'm also on the Titans minus eight. They're playing the Jags. I mean, Jags just suck. I mean, this is just fade Urban Meyer season. It really is, so, dude. They're really bad. They are just terrible. Um, next, I also took the Chiefs and Raiders over 48 because I just I think Pat Mahomes finally figuring it out, and the Raiders can score some points. So I like Derek Carr. I actually do like Derek Carr. I think some people are too hard on him at times, but he does when he gets hit. He does he he crumbles. It is what it is. But I don't know if the Chiefs can get to him as much as they, as as we think. And they always play the Chiefs hard. They always they play really the Chiefs do. hard. So I think there'll be a lot of points. They really do. I agree. I am actually on the Falcons this week mm. because no Christian McCaffrey. I, it's purely no. I mean, I don't hate it at all. I I don't bet the Falcons. I don't watch the Falcons. I don't care for the Falcons this year. They're I mean somehow they're in the playoff hunt, which so is the Carolina. Yep. But uh, it was kind of crazy to think. I didn't expect them to go 5-7, and seven, but I expected to have Calvin Ridley. But the game changer is not in the game. Cam had his one good game at the beginning, and now he's gone back to what he was last year with New England. So give me the Falcons and Matt Ryan. Plus 2.5. I'll probably tease that up, if we're being honest. Uh, next, I got Cincy and the 49ers over 49. Look, both of those teams can just score a lot of points. Yeah. 49ers just destroyed the Seahawks. Yep. I think Debo is going to be back this week. That's big. Big for me in fantasy. And the Bengals, I mean, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, they just put up points. So, I like it. I, I Since he's been a surprise for me this year, I didn't think they were going to be able to do it, especially with that offensive line, but I think they've figured some things out there. And then for my last pick, it's the Monday night game. Cardinals versus Rams. I'm taking Cardinals minus two and a half. This is solely because the Rams have not looked that great this year. And I think the Cardinals are the second best team in the in the NFL. So give me the Cardinals minus two and a half. Yeah, I really hope you're wrong there because I do have the Rams winning the division and this would go a long way if they beat the it Cardinals would. because they're literally, I think they're two games back and this would take them. I don't know what's going on with them, dude. I really don't. Yeah, it's been weird. It's been a weird season for it, them. It doesn't make any sense. Like, Stafford is good. It's not like they're doing a bad year. I mean, they're 8-4. and four. I think them losing Robert Woods was a big blow. Could have been. Could have been. And and OB, him and OBJ, dude, two different two different things. So Yeah. I, I, that's not a, you know, replacement there. That's two different positions. So, um, I don't know what's going on there. I, I don't know what McVay's got bowling it up there. I hope um, – I hope you missed that one. I'll be honest. In my heart of heart, <laughs> my my bank Just account, pure. my bank account hopes you lose that one for sure. I really do. I mean, look, I'm a Stafford guy. Come on, he went to Georgia. He is, yeah, he is. A, he is a dog. He is a dog. I want. Hey, I want him because he was with the Lions and had to deal with the fucking Lions for as long as he did. I want him to win, but I'm just going pure eye test here. Cardinals have been the better team, definitely. There's no doubt. But aren't they without JJ Watt? Yeah, I think so. I think he's out they for the They have DeAndre back, though. Yeah. I think that's going to be and a good game. Kyler's ankle, I think, is finally good. I mean, he didn't throw for a whole lot last week, but he scored 30 points in fantasy, so. Yeah, I mean, he did. I mean, yeah, he, he put up numbers for sure. 
I um yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if the Cardinals win. They're a good. They're a good team for whatever reason. So, um, yep. I, I hope you missed that one. Then what else we got? <laughs> uh, just quickly, just wanted to say a quick R.I.P. to Demarius Thomas. Yeah, he found found out he woke and was found dead in his house here in Roswell, Georgia, and it, apparently it was a he's been dealing with seizures for the last over a year, and they think that's what it is. We'll find out more, but. Man, that it sucks. Thirty three years it's crazy, old, crazy, bro. That sucks. That's so nutty. I just, I mean, I literally remember him. You know, like vividly. Oh, I mean, he was just in the league. He just retired. In yeah, June. like I remember him being a viable asset as receiver. Like, like that, like receiver yeah. one for the Broncos. Remember him catching that bomb from, from Tebow, Tebow in the yes, playoffs to be the Steelers. Huge game. See, I remember him when he was playing with a triple option at Georgia Tech. Yeah. He was he wasn't Calvin. Let's not get it twisted here, but he was close. He was damn close. He was close. good, man. He was good in a triple option offense. He was a stud. He was an absolute. He was an absolute red zone, just threat. You know? Yes. Um. But yeah, that's tough, man. You hate to see that. You hate to see that. Yeah. Yep. And that's that's pretty much all I've got today. Me too, brother. This is episode ninety, guys. We're ten away from triple digit episodes. Thank y'all for sticking with us, man. Thank y'all for blessing us with the downloads and the kind words. Thank y'all for the merch purchases when y'all do. Thank y'all for the reviews, good or bad. We really appreciate y'all. We're extremely, extremely appreciative of y'all. Um, there will come a day in which we will give back to y'all. I promise. Um, yeah, if we ever get the four-year, $120 million deal that Pat McAfee just exactly. got. Shout out to you, Pat. That, that was, was awesome. That was nutty. Yeah, that's... More than deserving for that. They crush, dude. They crush. They they're, crush. They're great. They do it the right way. Um, they do. Yeah, dude. Uh, we really appreciate y'all. Episode 90 of the podcast. Hope you have a phenomenal weekend. Um, <clears throat> next time I see you, if I see you, uh, give me a hug. Let me know. Uh, let me know that you listen. It means a lot, dude. Every time I come across somebody, like, dude, where's the podcast? When's the podcast? When when we miss an episode or something, like, dude, where's the podcast? <laughs> it's like, damn, that's crazy. Um, like, damn. Uh, sorry, I didn't life. know you. I didn't know people listened. Um, sorry, my truck broke down last week, guys. It died yeah, it on GGs. me. But um, thank y'all, man. Y'all are awesome. Uh, we're gonna get into it again next week. Another big week. We're getting to the bowl week. We're getting into uh, we're getting to the postseason, and fun it's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. We're getting to the back in the NFL season. We're getting into the fun stuff in postseason football and college. Um, yeah, dude, got a lot of good things coming. So, guys, I really, really hope you stick with us. Uh, like I said, episode ninety of the podcast, and we had a blast. Um, I hope you all have a phenomenal weekend, and I'm good, man. You got anything else? Nope. Y'all have a great weekend. Enjoy your Christmas parties. Hey, actually, had some eggnog for the first time Dang. last night. Loved Dang, it. dude, good, good. You're gonna have a lot more of it. Probably. <laughs> All right, guys. Peace. <laughs>